1: Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction in Harry Styles podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Lucia. And this is our 221st episode of Talk Direction. And we will be starting off with our quarantine check-in. As we do, how have you been this past week, Lucia?
0: This past week has been an interesting one. <clears throat> um... And not in a good way. (laughs) Damn. It's been a challenging week, especially the last couple days. I just had, like, a total breakdown. Uh, Nothing major happened. I think it was just, like, a bunch of stuff kind of piling up over time. And then it finally Mm -hmm. was, like, one too many things and just a lot of, like, sadness. Um, So I had a pretty, uh, like, bad couple days um, the last two days. Like, a lot of really heavy crying. um, And... I smashed some plates like on purpose, like plates oh. that I didn't need for like anger. Um, <laughs> for Fun. It was actually really helpful. Good. Um, but yeah, it's been a it's been a hard week. It's like it's it's just a hard time for everyone I know. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I was kind of in my routines and like doing well, and then I like s- kind of stopped doing them um, last week, and mm-hmm. I don't know. It's hard to figure out what you want like how you want to have your schedule and like i'm in this weird limbo right now where i'm half working and half not mm-hmm. so it's not like i'm fully back at work and i'm in my normal life but it's also not like before where i like wasn't working and i was just yeah. like home all day and it's kind of like worse like i'd rather have one or the other um because yeah. it's like really hard to make a schedule when it's like some days i have to work like a half right. day and then yeah yeah So it's been hard. It's been a hard couple of days, but um, I also haven't been in therapy in a really long time. Mm -hmm. Um, So I made an appointment with my therapist tomorrow. Oh, Um, that's so good. I've really been wanting to find a new therapist. Like the reason I kind of stopped going to therapy is because I don't love video therapy. Mm -hmm. Um, I much prefer in person. Um, So I was Mm -hmm. like trying to find a therapist in Portland because I moved here. Um, But obviously no one can meet in person now anyway so I was like I might as well just meet with my old therapist for now yeah yeah um but yeah it's like a thing that I kind of forget and I always say in the back of my mind like oh I should go back to therapy like oh I should make Mm -hmm. an appointment but then I don't do it and then right it's just like why aren't you doing that just do it (laughs) and and (laughs) it's like one
1: of those things that's like so easy to do and yet also Mm -hmm. so difficult like it make yourself so actually do something like that so that's really awesome that you're able to do that
0: yeah thank you and then I've also really been trying to like um just do a lot more like listening to podcasts and stuff about um ADD because I like mm-hmm. found out I have ADD like maybe a year and a half ago mm-hmm. um but it's just like the longer I known that I have it like the more apparent it becomes and then the more right. I learn about it the more I'm like oh wow <laughs> okay yeah. like this is really me um and it's really challenging it's like really it makes things really hard if you Mm -hmm. don't like arrange your life to like accommodate it um so i've been trying to like work on on that like finding ways to make my routines and like structure my life um to make that less of a problem Mm -hmm. and i think you know so yeah that's my update uh for now
1: well, thank you for that. I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to seeing how your therapy session goes and I hope it brings you what you need. Me too. Um, my life has been okay. I'm really annoyed with the whole unemployment system. Obviously it's like because of the coronavirus that everyone's trying to contact unemployment right now, but oh, it's really frustrating because my unemployment got put on pause and um I've been like trying to figure out how to fix that and Mm -hmm. there's no good way to contact anyone in the government about it who like runs the Connecticut labor department um like you just Mm. get you reach like busy signals and then it hangs up and you can call like I spent three and a half hours calling (laughs) one day and I was just like this is ridiculous I've emailed multiple people like it's just going nowhere and like they say your email will get responded to like within five weeks and you're just like (laughs) that's not helpful like luckily i'm someone who doesn't need to be like i don't need the money right now because i'm living with my parents but if i was and i imagine there are a lot of people where if you don't get paid for five weeks like that is a huge deal so Mm -hmm. it's just frustrating that the government is not set up to deal with crises like this where tons of people are on like go on unemployment at once mm-hmm. um so that's been challenging um other than that i've just i feel like i've been watching tv more lately um yeah and watching a lot of um like home improvement shows there's this one called fixer upper which i'm really enjoying um and different renovation shows are really fun if you have a hulu subscription there's just so many random shows on there that like i've never really heard of but you can just pick a topic and they're pretty easy to watch so that's what uh, what i've been doing um also something i'm looking forward to as a positive is lady gaga announced that her album's now coming out may 29th which i'm excited about um her album had gotten postponed um and i thought oh maybe she'll wait until like the fall once this is all over but she announced that it's coming may 29th and there's collabs with ariana grande blackpink and elton john so it seems like a real eclectic um (laughs) spread of song so i'm excited about that Mm
0: -hmm. um yeah
1: yeah that's pretty much my life at the moment um yeah we have a lot of updates this episode. Um, we're just kind of doing one of those mishmash, talky, chatty episodes, which I feel like are really fun. Um, we're talking about Zane and Gigi's big news, Liam becoming a YouTuber, Niall's song cover, some Met Gala memories, and some more uh, hairy announcements um, that have rolled in last minute. So we're going to have lots to talk about. But before we get into that, I want to remind everyone that we have a Patreon which is our extra little bonus content website where you can subscribe for a monthly fee as low as two fifty or even one dollar a month and get bonus content from us. That's Patreon.com/talkdirection. Um, we have videos over there. We have extra mini half-hour episodes of podcast called Tech Talk Direction Down Low, and that comes out four times a month. Last week, we did a fanfic book club over there, and this episode, we're playing a game called Match the Quote. I've picked a whole bunch of random quotes from across the past, like, 10 years, and Lucia's (laughs) going to have to guess which boy (laughs) said them and, like, what the context was. (laughs) So, if you're interested in that, go to patreon.com slash talkdirection. We love all of our supporters over there. You guys are awesome. We've really loved communicating with you during... The pandemic especially, and we've been getting a lot of new people joining the Patreon. So shout out to all of you guys who are checking it out. Um, If you like it, you can stay. If you don't like it, you can leave. (laughs) Um, Like you don't have to, you're not committed for a year. You can like just try it out. Um, So it's really easy and the support is awesome. So thank you everyone. Um, Let's just jump into the main discussion today. Starting with Zane and Gigi's big news that they are having a baby. Very exciting. Um, TMZ broke this news and it was later confirmed by GD Hadid um, when she was on Jimmy Fallon. She said it's a nice silver lining to be able to be home and be together and really experience it day by day. And she's about five months along. Um, so I know Zane and Gigi have been together during quarantine um, over at her parents have a farm. I believe it's in Pennsylvania. It seems like such a nice place to be during quarantine. Like quite like secluded. There's animals. Like I know Bella has been like planting things and stuff. I'm like dang. This seems like an ideal place to hide out. I know. Oh, their farm. <laughs> I wanna live there. So nice. Um, also the Fixer Upper. The the TV show I've been watching. The home improvement one. Um, huh the family that like does the show has their own farm and it's like a beautiful farmhouse and they have like cows chip and joanna
0: yes Uh, aren't they like secretly homophobic are they i don't know i feel like there was some controversy about them like being in some weird like religious
1: oh i had maybe i'm remembering that yeah no you're probably right because they they (laughs) are in texas (laughs) 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 and i know they're i don't want to miss
0: i don't want to misspeak maybe that is a False, like, I'm remembering someone else.
1: Yeah. There's definitely some heteronormative things and, like, whatnot, but I'm really enjoying the show. So I did not
0: know about that homophobic stuff. Um, um, my friends, Evan and – well, mostly Evan actually loves that show. And really? loves Chip and Joanna.
1: <laughs> they're, they're very entertaining and they have really cute kids. And their farm is gorgeous. Um, so – uh yeah I'm just like I need a farm now after like the Zane and Gigi content Chip and Joanne I'm like "Mm, I need that Um, well
0: also quarantine in general makes me really want to have a farm because it's like you mm -hmm. just be growing your own food
1: right like there was there was one of the houses like had a big lake on it and it was like 40 acres I'm like imagine if you could just walk around your entire place and like you never have to go anywhere but you still have so much space to like move and be you know Mm-hmm. it's like so cool um but yeah we're like congrats to Zane and Gigi now three out of the five <laughs> 1D members are dads or going
0: to be dads which is crazy yeah. um, I feel like I don't know if this is real or not but I have this memory of of like either us talking about this or maybe you, you and Kara were talking about this but like some talk direction thing where we like guessed who was going to have babies first
1: really i'm sure we did that That but did louis baby come
0: after talk direction was out um yeah
1: it did it came out after the baby (laughs) the baby was born after (laughs) one direction no after talk direction started because we started yeah july 2015 the baby was born maybe it
0: was like after after louis baby you did like a segment of like who's gonna have the babies next yeah I, like I, I bet that's that. what it was <laughs> yeah oh my god that's so funny I wonder if you were right
1: I don't know yeah like we I bet we were yeah like, we uh, if anyone knows where that episode is because I know some people go and listen like to old episodes let us know because that yes, would be really fun to listen know. to because <laughs> um, Niall and Harry are just the singles out there uh-huh. in the world no kids <laughs> yeah <laughs> But it seems like I know Gigi was saying, like, um, like, it's nice to be able to have that time where you can really spend time with each other and, like, experience the pregnancy without having to, like, be anywhere else. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's cool. But I also imagine she's in a really privileged scenario. So other people who are pregnant might not yeah. have the same like, comfort that she does. Yeah. It's um, so
0: nice to live on my her, multi-million dollar farm with my right. gorgeous yeah. husband, boyfriend just being pregnant and beautiful. <laughs> yeah.
1: And my whole family's here and like we're just living the good yes. life. Um, she just turned 25 the other day too, which is wild because wow. I, I'm also 25 and I'm always like damn someone's having a baby like yeah. i am not at that point like i want tons of kids but i'm not at that point yet where right like i just it's just weird to like to when you put someone else's lifetime line on your own and just like everyone mm-hmm. has their really different lifetime line um and yeah it's just weird to be like hey we're the same age and we're just doing really different things um but i'm so happy for her yeah. and that baby's gonna be mm-hmm. freaking gorgeous <laughs> i don't know Zane and Gigi together it's like wow
0: yeah yeah. I That's found it so, so weird. weird that it was like broken by gossip media
1: I know what a bummer like, for them not to get to announce it the way they wanted to Yeah, it's, it's so gotta weird. be like some friend tipped them off or someone who knew right. about the pregnancy tipped them off
0: I guess they are in that like reality show world yeah like Gigi and her family so maybe there are some yeah. shady characters around them yes Um, and then
1: Liam actually congratulated Zane and Gigi on one of his YouTube videos, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, He said also this week, didn't really want to leave it out. Wanted to make sure I said something on my own, on my own place before I started getting asked about it relentlessly by everyone. I just wanted to say congratulations (laughs) to Zane and Gigi. Obviously, you know, they're having a baby. So Liam, Liam continues to forge the bridge between the yeah. four one d boys and zane um yeah so that was nice i wonder if liam and zane ever talk yeah i don't know um but yeah i'm excited for this baby to be born at some point i can't imagine giving birth during during quarantine like having to debate Ugh, do you go I to the know. hospital do you not do we do a home birth now like what do we do because
0: mm-hmm. so i stressful. know some
1: like people are having to give birth without like their partners there in hospitals
0: yeah oh it's so stressful
1: that's a lot but also i understand why at the same time yeah it's so dangerous yeah
0: i'm
1: I'm, i think home births are going up a lot um and like yeah doulas and stuff like that i was born at home oh cool yeah Yeah, i feel like it's a good option right now yeah um a painful option (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) you don't want to go into the hospital Um, yeah yeah all right let's talk about Liam on YouTube you said you watched a couple of these videos
0: I did I think there's only two out so far yeah unless I'm mistaken I've watched both of them cool I like skipped through them so I didn't watch Mm. every
1: second of them but I got a lot of the content um yeah before I talk about that I wanted to mention that Midnight seems to have been doing really well Liam's song with Alesso he's like really excited about it and engaging with fans a lot on twitter
0: about it so that mm-hmm. makes me really happy yeah um, i've seen that and they're gonna do that like fan remix they're like looking at yeah. submissions now he so said in cool. his one of his blogs that he wanted someone to really do it make di- make it different and sing really softly like billy eilish
1: oh How she whisper
0: wisp does like whisper singing
1: oh that's so cool that would be great so, yeah um So, yeah, Liam's been doing these weekly video series on YouTube. Two have come out. They're called hashtag stay home and chill hashtag with me. Um, And he said on Twitter, I've started a brand new series of videos on YouTube, the first coming from quite an eventful week. Whilst we're in lockdown, it's been great to connect with friends and so many of you. Um, So pretty much these seem like vlogs that are kind of like the old school style vlog, like vlogs now are definitely people like take you around with you around their weeks or around their days and you kind of see what's happening. Mm-hmm. But like back in the day, vlogs were really like sort of people would sit down with their camera and talk about stuff. Um, yeah. And that's kind of what Liam's doing. And then inserting different clips of things he did that week or like memes that are going on on Twitter random things that people have been talking to him about or experience <laughs> him experiencing in his life. Um, yeah. For example, like he had a clip of when he was watching Niles, uh, Instagram live. And he was saying that like talking to Nile feels like you like revert back to being in the band. He went through some Twitter threads of his hair evolution. Liam Payne adds teacups he looked at old drawings he did for his sister's 21st birthday. He was teasing a music project at one point um, and he said yeah. it was with someone unexpected, someone not in music but who is in music, which I didn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there was like a cooking with Liam vlog section.
0: and I, I have some, some questions about this
1: <laughs> okay. section. he he had some really cool kitchen appliances built into his counter I didn't know what they were kind of looked like a fryer Mm -hmm. and then like a pancake flat iron thing on his stove which I've seen before but Mm -hmm. yeah I there was a lot to take in on these things Um, but what what were your impressions of them I thought they were fun
0: I loved them I thought they were really fun I love I really love vlogs like vlog style videos yeah and I love getting like a peek into people's houses um I love seeing people's kitchens and stuff. That part was really fun. Um, I like seeing the difference was- between
1: these vlogs, what his house looked like versus like the um, videos he did for like James Corden and stuff where it was so cleaned up. And then this one was like, yeah, it looked like he was actually living there. <laughs> like
0: there was stuff uh-huh. out and whatnot. Right. Yeah. I like that. Um, yeah. There was a couple of really funny moments. Like um, I loved him talking about Niall he, his impression yeah. of Niall was so spot on. He was like, he did this impression of how, when Niall's holding an instrument and in his, in his face is just, like, so serious. <laughs> yeah. It was, like, spot on. And then when he, he was talking And he was about, like, you
1: try, you try to talk to Niall when he's, like, with his instrument, you'll get nowhere. Yeah. Like, he's just in his own <laughs> <Yeah>. little world.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I thought that was funny. Um, yeah. And then I thought it was funny him talking about... Uh, louie getting mad at him and saying that he's if he says one more thing about the reunion he's gonna come egg his house (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Louis Um, would be the one to
1: say stuff like that he's like gotta be patrolling liam liam Uh just like to blab it all out
0: yeah um it made me kind of sad like to see how hypercritical he is of himself like in the vlogs he did like when he was watching himself he's like oh I hate watching videos of myself like why do I smile like that I hate that smile that I do like he just like kept like criticizing like how he looks um and like himself which I feel like is a thing we've like known about Liam but like Mm -hmm. seeing it happen so like unconsciously um was kind of sad um I mean I think it's something that like a lot of us do um but it's something I noticed and then my biggest takeaway was this egg situation. I legit couldn't tell if it was a joke or not. Because Why? The way he made the eggs was so confusing to me. First of all, he used a pot, like a sauce like a like a pot, not a not uh-huh. a flat pan.
1: Yeah.
0: And then he put it on on high heat, like full flames to oh, melt oh, the wait. butter. Yeah. When he, like, kept taking it on and off and off. Yeah, and, on. and then he took it off because the butter was burning. And then he cracked the eggs directly into the pot. <laughs> and then he used a wooden spoon to, to scramble them. And then he put it back on the flame. And he was like, you take it off and put it back on and take it off and put it back on. Like, that's the technique. And the whole time I was like... Is this actually a technique or are you just like screwing around right now with us <laughs> and you're like making something up because you think it's I funny? I feel like
1: it must be some chef he's watched make eggs like that or something. I don't know. I've never made eggs like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. Yeah, I liked that part because it was more vlog style that I'm used to than like just him mm-hmm. sitting in a chair and like putting up things on his screen. Like I liked the like... Taking us around with him. Also, whoever was Mm -hmm. filming kept filming his feet, which I thought was really funny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I'm glad he's doing this. This feels like we're really getting a intimate look into his life and he's like happy and connecting with fans, which is really nice.
0: Yeah, definitely. So
1: maybe he'll inspire Niall to do something similar. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on to Niles news of the week. Um, this week Nile joined James Arthur, Ollie Mers, Danny Jones, and Tom Fletcher in a Zoom cover of Shine a Light. Um, and Nile tweeted, The boys and I came together to shine a little light on all the key workers during these dark times. Hope you enjoy X. Um, and I wanna give a shout out to Steph. Canadian step who made an mp3 for this so thank you oh, so. um what did you think of this cover
0: I loved it I thought it was so pretty Niles done this song before on his Instagram live I think in March he did it um just like his own cover on an Instagram live mm-hmm. um and I really loved that but seeing this like collab was awesome the harmonies were really 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 pretty uh, I'm I love harmonies, um, yeah. so I just thought it was really cool, and especially like in the part where like they stop playing instruments and they like harmonized, kind of yes, that was like my acapella. favorite acapella. Yes, yeah, it's, it's so pretty, and I just love Niall's voice so much. Like it, his voice has grown so much. Like it's so distinctive. Like when you hear, mm-hmm. I forget who it was that started the song, but like someone starts the song and then it goes to Niall second and. It was really interesting to hear Niall's voice in the context of, like, singing with mm-hmm. a bunch of people that we haven't heard him sing with before. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, yeah, that's, like, definitely, <laughs> like, not. it's, like, so distinctive, his voice. <laughs> yeah. um, bless you. Thank you. <laughs> um, and it's, so, so, like, yeah, and just really, really good. I just, I think his voice has gotten so good. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I thought it was really a really pretty cover.
1: Yeah, I loved it. It was so pretty. The harmonies were so strong. I liked the mm-hmm. sort of clapping, banging section. They weren't actually clapping, but everyone was like hitting their guitar. Uh
0: huh.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I liked that. I also really like, now that I'm watching all these like interior design shows, I'm like really uh-huh. noticing people's houses. And I like the dark aesthetic of Niall's house on the inside. It's got like mm-hmm. all those dark walls behind like him and it's really nice to look at oh my god i'm gonna sneeze again (laughs) so yeah i liked niall's dark house aesthetic also tom fletcher's gallery wall in the background he had like little drawings up that looked like they were done by like either fans or his children or his family i know a lot of them are artists Mm -hmm. um so that was cool for me as well I don't know if yeah. anyone else got enjoyment at looking at everyone's house I think also now mm-hmm. that we're seeing into people's houses more and like oh how do you style your interior you know mm-hmm. so. yeah um you have anything else about this cover
0: I don't think so I'd love to see more of this like I love seeing collabs I love seeing like different people sing with each other so um yeah. I'd love to see Niall do more more stuff like this just he does it a lot on his own like He's obviously someone who feels comfortable just kind of on the spot singing because he does it on his yeah. Instagram live. So I'd love to see him just, like, bring other people into that um, and yeah, do more, too. more covers and stuff. It's really fun. Yeah.
1: It's really awesome. And I'm glad they're, like, people, artists are being inspired to do stuff like this. And, like, it mm-hmm. feels like something for them, but also, like, to reach out to fans and also just bring music into this dark time. No, and like this in particular was for like key workers which is cool
0: mm-hmm.
1: um all right our next story um i want to put some trigger warnings in here um for assault and homophobia and transphobia phobia so skip forward um a bit a couple minutes if you don't want to hear about that yeah. um So Harry Styles is being considered potentially to play Boy George in his biopic. Um, Boy George is an English singer, songwriter, DJ, and fashion designer slash fashion icon. Um, He was the lead singer of the pop band Culture Club, which was big in the 80s. And he's kind of known for his androgyny. Um, And... Uh, in 2019, he confirmed that there would be a bio fil- biopic film made about him um, that's supposed to be, like, kind of <laughs> very more like sex and drugs than the Elton John one or um, the uh, Queen one that was made.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so, but kind of, I think it seems to be in that sort of realm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So when Boy George was on Jenny Falkner's show Coffee Break on Smooth Radio, she's a radio host. I hadn't heard of her, but I saw this interview that they did. Um, He said, more than anything, I just want it to be truthful about the biopic. I don't want it to be too much fantasy. I'd like it to be, you know, some truth so people get an idea of who I am as a person because there's so much information out there. It's kind of half true or a little bit true. I think if it's done well, I'll give people more of an insight into who I am as a person, which is not a bad thing. Um, And then when asked who would play him in the movie, he said, There's been some really interesting names bandied about. I don't dare say any. Oh, I don't know if I should say this. (laughs) All right. I'm not going to say who it is. But there's someone who's quite a big pop star that's been rumored to maybe play me. Not Sam Smith. That's all I'm going to tell you. It's somebody younger than me, and it's somebody who's a pop star. I can't say who it is, but I'm intrigued. The name's been brought up, and I've been like, wow. And then Jenny guessed Harry Styles, and he said, who knows? Um, so that is where this news is coming from. But <laughs> that's about it. There's nothing else substantiating this. So this could just be, this is like totally rumors. I mean, Harry's been rumored to play like Mick Jagger. He's been rumored to play... Elvis, I believe, has been rumored to play a lot of like pop, like old pop star biopics or old singer biopic people. So this could just be another one of those. We don't know if anything's coming out of it, um, but we thought we'd talk about it a bit. Um, do you know much about Boy George Lucia?
0: Um, I actually don't. I know who he is, um, but I don't really listen to his music and I haven't really followed his life and I don't really know a whole lot about him. Um, I read a little bit about kind of some of the current stuff going on um, that we can talk about. But I yeah, I don't really know much.
1: Yeah, I'm sort of in the same boat. I know it's a name I've always heard thrown around and like especially in terms of like androgyny and like pushing Mm the, you know, different agendas of gender clothing, bending, whatever. Um, But I think he's bigger in the UK than he is here. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I don't think... I don't know him really. uh, Yeah. I also haven't done a lot of research, so I'm definitely coming at this Mm -hmm. from a place that is pretty uneducated, uneducated about who he is. Um, But I've always had like in the back of my head, like I know I've heard some things where he's kind of a questionable person or has done some really questionable things. Um, Mm -hmm. So today um, the information I'm talking about was pulled from just like, uh, like an hour of research. So take everything with a grain of salt. Um, but, uh, he has had assault convictions to like a male model and he ended up going to jail for four months. He was sentenced to 15 months, but got out on good behavior. Um, and like what I read about it was not great. Um, and he has also said some really questionable and unfortunate things, um, about, different lgbtq plus identities and just kind of in that mindset is like of why does everyone have to have different labels like who cares like Mm -hmm. now the kids these days all want a different label for things that type of we all know that type of person um and he was quoted saying but people always want to be offended because they think that whatever's going on for them is so much more important than anything else so like people want to be offended like queer people want to be offended over things which is just a really narrow-minded perspective, in my opinion. Yeah.
0: Well, and um, he was specifically talking about trans people.
1: Yeah, he was talking about trans people, trans identities, what, like especially like non-binary identities. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, all that is really negative and disgusting. Um, so the fact that Harry's rumored to play him in a biopic is like, er, I don't know about that. Uh, And same kind of goes for a lot of these other like famous men in pop music. Like even with Mick Jagger, there's like a lot of questionable stuff um, Mm -hmm. that I, again, don't really know a lot about, but it certainly makes you go, huh, you know, um, Mm -hmm. so especially if You know, I don't think Boy George has a lot of say over like he doesn't have any say over who gets casted or whatever. But it's like he's still alive. It's not like a retrospective movie just in general about his life. It's like he's alive. He's telling his story. It's not like, you know, oh, we're doing a thing about Elvis and Elvis did a lot of weird shit. And we're acknowledging that in the movie. You're like, that's part of the story. And it's I don't know. So, yeah. um, What are your thoughts on this?
0: So, um, as far as the um, assault charges go, I don't know anything about that. I, like, briefly Googled it, um, but it was kind of, you know, complicated. Um, and I didn't really do a lot of research into that. Um, so I don't really have much to say on that, um, just because I don't know. I haven't, you know, researched it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, the His comments on gender um i read a little bit more about um and i feel like uh as far as harry playing him in a movie it's kind of like what you said that he's still alive so like i think i think uh harry would be i think harry would be a really good choice for him in a in a movie i think he like would probably play it really well and like he could get mm-hmm. the look down and all of that and i think it would like fit him as a role the the issue I don't think is in him playing that character I think the issue is like well then are they going to be doing interviews together like is Harry going to you know befriend him to find out right you know about his life to be able to play him better like I think the issue is in like what are what is going to be their relationship and like if Harry's playing this character because like if he wasn't alive anymore and he was playing someone who's like maybe a little problematic like that wouldn't be the case like maybe he'd have interviews where he'd talk about the person and mm-hmm. say nice things about them but like in this case it's kind of like oh like what's gonna happen with the way that they relate to each other and like Harry talking about boy George in you know without bringing up the kind of like damaging stuff he said so I yeah. think that is like where I would be nervous about it um, you know <laughs> and like the a lot of the stuff that Boy George has said, it kind of reminds me of a lot of, like, what RuPaul has said. Um, mm. RuPaul is the is the guy who does Drag Race. He started Drag Race, um, and he's been a very well-known drag queen for a long time. But he said a lot of similar stuff. There was this one interview – I cannot remember what it was. I think it was from, like, 2015 or 2016 um, that, like, when I was reading the stuff from Boy George, I just immediately thought of that interview – where basically his kind of perspective is, like, you know, as as drag queens, like, we play with gender. It's a joke. Like, gender is is a joke. Like, it's funny. We play with it. We don't take it seriously. Um, whereas, like, a lot of trans people do take it seriously. And so, mm-hmm. like, you know, I think RuPaul was, you know, he's, he's said and done a lot of super tra- transphobic stuff. Um, yeah. And his defense is always, like, I play with gender you know and it's like that kind of seems boy george's like uh mindset is like who cares call me a boy call me a girl i don't care and it's like trans people who do care you know then then that somehow like they're i don't know unenlightened (laughs) like Mm -hmm. it just it's really backwards and it's like really unevolved it's like and I think part of it comes from, like, their their particular struggles. Because, like, at one point in the interview in the interview with the Sunday Times that Boy George did, he said, um, he said, what did he say? You know, having been through what I went through to be who I am, I feel a little bit reluctant to pander th- to this idea. So it's almost like him saying without maybe knowing he's saying it, like, I had such a hard time in life to, like, be who I am. And so like his idea of that is now just like cemented and he's not going to like entertain anything else because he's like, I fought to get this. And so therefore it is the right way or something like that. Like it's obviously very complicated and I'm probably not being very articulate right now, but it's just like, I see this, I've seen this a lot from like these types of people who are like, and these people specifically are like men. They're, they're cis men and they identify that way and they're like, Gender doesn't matter, you know, Um, and then they're and they end up, you know, saying and saying really transphobic things um, and then they don't really have an understanding of of what like trans identity is and why it would be important. Um, And then also just like it's like this respect thing of like like he said later, um, I'll call you whatever, but I'll call you whatever you want. I've spent years calling people fake names. Boy George, Susie Sue, Johnny Rotten. Of course, it's not the same as your sexuality. Which, like, trans, like, gender is not sexuality. They're very different things. So, like, right there, he's he's like, he's showing us that he has no concept of the difference even between gender and sexuality. Yeah. they're really different things. Like, being trans doesn't say anything about your sexuality because there are different concepts. Um, and also like this, the like fake names is just like incredibly disrespectful to say that. Um. Like it's not like if you decide to change your name, your new name isn't fake. <laughs> it's, no. it's your name. Yeah. Um, but I just think it's very unevolved. And I think like they have the you know, they're of this age where they have this idea of gender and they have like were, you know, they grew up in this time where they were super revolutionary and like super, um, you know, they had to really fight for what for who they are and now they just like refuse to accept anything else.
1: Yeah. I hope that as I age, I continue to be open-minded and learn, especially learn from young people who are sort of often at the on the heartbeat of
0: yeah. Like,
1: especially in queer circles like you're on the edge of what's what there is and the possibility mm-hmm. and I don't know.
0: You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah. And the like, um, get, oh, sorry. No, you go. I was going to say one more thing. Like him him saying um, that people want to be offended because they think that whatever is going on for them is much more important than anything else. Like, and that's what like a lot of kind of transphobic people will say. Like, you just want to be offended. It's like the mm-hmm. issue is that like what results from transphobia is murder, and like death like it's not like you know oh you hurt my feelings it's like no like actually trans people are murdered because of transphobia um and and you know end up committing suicide or like don't get proper medical attention don't get proper metal you know mental health care don't get proper like you know um (laughs) like respect in society like it's a it's pretty serious it's not just about like you know I want, I want this because I want it. It's like, no, like there's really serious consequences to like transphobia. And that's like, I mean, I also think like, just if you want something, if you like, if that wasn't the issue, I, I still think you should be able to, that should be able to be a thing. Like, but even beyond that, it's just like, it's not, it's not just an issue of like, um, you know, thinking you're more important. It's like, right. Yeah.
1: It's a big deal. It's a and, I, and, and I love how hypocritical people are when they say stuff like that where they'll say oh you get like butt her over stupid things then you right. have people like the same people that tell like liberals that they're snowflakes or whatever or mm-hmm. like you know tell queer people that like they just want they're just like handpicking these identities and whatever right. are now like the same people that are protesting being told to stay home in order to save lives mm-hmm. or whatever. Like mm-hmm. it's it's just so hypocritical and
0: I know it's so dumb.
1: ridiculous. So, or like get get so offended when you take want to take a gun away or something like oh my goodness. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. I I hope Harry does not sign up for this. Yeah. Because <laughs> it just I I want him to play someone else. Like I want him to be mo- in movies. I want him to act, and I'd love to see him do singing in a movie or play Ooh, a singer yeah. like i would love that or be in a musical i just i don't want it to be one that has this amount of other stuff with yeah. the, the main character like i don't have, want him to be playing a main character who's still alive who's like part of the production like that's not right no that's not what i need yeah um
0: yeah, especially so with the, see. like, assault stuff, like, I, I said I didn't yeah. know a lot about that, and I don't, but it's, like, from what I read, like, it sounds like, you know, the charge was that he impris- he imprisoned someone in his house. Um, yeah,
1: and, like, whipped them with a chain or something, like, super... Yeah
0: yeah so like and then he's like i want the truth to come out so like if this movie is gonna have some agenda of like that's not really how it happened and then harry's like participating in that like reframing of someone's assault as like not actually an assault then like that could be really bad too yes Uh, uh, let's hope this is just rumors
1: yeah (laughs) my goodness i don't know who would want to be involved in this project
0: probably a lot of people
1: yeah. It is amazing how many people forgive major like cis men, especially mm-hmm. like white cis men,
0: mm-hmm. in music
1: who have done horrendous things.
0: Also, just white men and white, yeah. I guess I don't. There's not a lot of prominent trans men. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it is kind of absurd. And like, I think too, like there is like the thing of like people who have done bad things but then also done a lot of good things or like someone mm-hmm. who's like shaped who you are in a really positive way and then you find out bad things about them and like for me i'm not familiar with boy george at all so like there isn't that problem of like well he was really great for these reasons or like he did this right. amazing thing but he also did these bad things like i don't i never had that experience with him so like yeah but i'm sure like, there are people Bowie's who have had that a experience. whole bunch of stuff
1: like people, people right like idolize bowie or elvis who like i don't know didn't he fall in love with like a 13 year old when he was like a full adult yeah like michael jackson like a lot of these um musicians have are so looked up to Mm -hmm. and it's like hold on a second (laughs) why do we put them on pedestals when they've done such horrendous things
0: yeah Um, it's really interesting too because it like makes you think of um it makes me think of like uh of jk rowling as well (laughs) like and just the idea of separating the artist from the art and how you can't really do that um because like jk rowling somehow has become or maybe always was but is now more obvious like actually kind of like a super transphobic like conservative Mm. um like pretty horrible person (laughs) which is really sad um (laughs) but it's like i read this post um from this like tumblr account that is like pretty well known in like the harry potter world where they were basically talking about that concept of like how you actually can't separate the artist from the art and like Mm. while the harry potter stories are like really good and like i still love them and just think they're that they're great like her like jk rowling's um, thoughts and like feelings like infiltrated those books and there was like all of these like yes. examples of like how her racism shows up and like how her transphobia shows up like there's yeah. this description of Rita Skeeter and how she had a like a square jawline and manly hands and just it's like little mm. things that like end up in the books that you're like oh like you wrote right. that because you are you are inherently transphobic and that came yeah. out how the whole first yeah. chapter of the book is about how fat um, Dursley and like his dad is um, yes Like so much fat phobia going into that that was just like completely unnecessary. And it's like if you have those feelings, it's gonna go into your art. There isn't you can't like completely separate it. So like Yeah. Not that you shouldn't enjoy art, that's like by problematic people, but it's like you can't just be like, Well, he did those things, but he writes wrote such good songs. Right.
1: Yeah, it like bleeds into it completely. Yeah. Um I kind of want someone to do a rewriting of the harry potter series like, <laughs> <laughs> when <laughs> like, i read I, I think about that with old stories yeah like, also like ones written like you know in the 1950s 1920s like just yeah. a, a rewritten modernized
0: version of mm-hmm. stories that corrects all yeah. the racism and homophobia right. and all that stuff yeah because all those like little things that end up in our, like, art and our, like, media and our culture that, like, we don't notice. Um, When I read the – I read the first book to – or part of the first book to my niece, um, I think it was last Christmas, maybe the one before – um, and I just, like, skipped over all of the, like, fat phobia Yes, <laughs> of the first chapter. I just, like, didn't read it.
1: There's like, I'm be not going to read this to, like, to you. Edit, Absolutely edit not. Edit words and, like, change
0: things. <laughs> like- yeah. Because that influences people. Yeah, definitely. It really does. Yeah. And it's, like, it's so interesting to see that stuff because, like, I am someone who, like, really struggles with, like, body dysmorphia and, like, mm-hmm. body image and, like, eating disorders. And I just, like, have for a long time. And like, I always, like used to be kind of confused about it because i was raised by like such a like accepting like liberal family and like i went to like an artsy school and like i was kind of sheltered from like mainstream media for a long time yeah. and i still ended up with all of these issues but it's like little things like that where it's like oh i read the harry potter stories when i was young yeah and she goes on and on about how like, fat gets ingrained they are in, you in ways you yeah. can really understand like yeah and it's, it's so- like oh those are bad lazy people and right. they're fat Right. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. It's not good.
1: Nope. Um, Well, I hope you guys like this intellectual discussion. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) I feel like people do like these. We always get commentary on discussions like this that are like, wow, you like... I like that you went into that. (laughs) Um, If you guys know anything more, because I think both of us are sort of speaking from a place where we don't know that much about Boy George. Yeah. um, Or if you have your own feelings on stuff, feel free to write in. Um, You can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com or like message us on Twitter at talk underscore direction or Instagram at talkdirection anything like that we are really happy to communicate and learn more and understand different perspectives so definitely write in um and we can carry out this conversation on another episode or just in the social media waves yes yes All right, moving on to a lighter subject, Radio 1 Big Weekend, uh, which is a festival in the UK, um, has been rescheduled to May 22nd to 24th, and it will now be held on five virtual stages instead of an actual live festival. Um, And Harry was scheduled to perform at this. And now what they're going to do is have new performances from artists at their homes and then also... Uh, include old recordings, sort of like archived sets from previous years. So, so far, a whole bunch of uh, artists who were going to perform at Radio One Big Weekend have confirmed that they will also be on the virtual uh, Radio One Big Weekend, such as Sam Smith, Biffy Clyro, and Marie Young T, Bugsy, and Rita Ora. Um, or maybe it's Young T and Buzz- Bugsy. Probably <laughs> it's a one-one <laughs> one thing. <laughs> Um, so I, Harry has not yet been announced, but I'm hoping that Harry will participate, um, in this new virtual radio one big weekend. Um, so far, Harry hasn't done any like live performances or recorded performances at home in quarantine, but he has been on a number of radio shows, um, and podcast type shows. Um, but for the past couple weeks, he's been a bit more quiet but there's potential that he will also be on it because he was signed up to perform at the festival. Um, do you have hope for this Lucia?
0: Where are your thoughts at? Um, I feel like this would be something that we'd see Harry perform at, uh, since he was scheduled to, but I also don't necessarily have hopes because he (laughs) hasn't done anything so far and like, in general, it's not good to have hopes around Harry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's good to keep your hopes low and be surprised.
0: Yeah. When, you know, so yeah, I, I have no idea. Um, I definitely can see it happening, but I I couldn't I couldn't predict or have a guess.
1: Yeah, I'm really curious as to what if he does perform. What will be his background? Because I feel like he's so private. It's like oh he's God, gonna pick yeah. like a white wall or something. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I just bet. Like, be outside. I don't know. <laughs> he's staying at a house with like some of his friends so right i don't know but you know they could really set these people up like you can ship equipment and like make it really good mm-hmm. so i'm i have hope and and then we'll get the audio to those live performances so it'd be cool i yeah. imagine his set will probably be his big hit like i'm sure he'll do falling like um uh, adore you sign of the times kiwi Mm -hmm. but i would love to get something like medicine or like something random that he might not have performed at the festival but because he's at home he can kind of not worry too much about what the audience
0: would want yeah
1: Um, yeah what 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 would you want for the for the songs
0: well i mean i think it would be really interesting if he was performing alone which I imagine mm-hmm. he would be because, um, we're like he's not. It's not like his band can all come over, um. So, it'd be interesting to hear him do like falling, like with mm. just him and a piano, that would like just really him and a cool. guitar.
1: What I've seen for a lot of Zoom performances, and I imagine they'd probably do is have each of the band oh, members that's do right. their own stuff from home and then put it together. Because I don't think it would be live. Like that would it would probably be.
0: Yeah, no, you're really right. I'm sure that's... Really to do
1: live fl- festival. Um, but I think yeah. that, too, would be cool to see all his band members at home, like, recording themselves and putting it together. Um, that could be what they've been working on, you know, because they have to do it in ad- advance of the actual right weekend.
0: Yeah, I'm sure that's what they'll do. They would do, like, all separate from their from their houses. But that would be cool, cool to see. Um, but yeah, yeah, I feel like he would probably do Falling and Adore You... Maybe watermelon sugar,
1: yeah, oh, yeah, um, I miss I lights if- up, I know it's yeah, like out of the
0: rotation good. now,
1: yeah, I know, sad, <laughs> um, I guess Mitch and Sarah might be at the same,
0: oh, that's place. true.
1: <laughs> I wonder if they'll watch be them like separately. film
0: from different rooms and pretend they're
1: um. <laughs> <Yeah. together. laughs> <laughs> uh, but i I, that's exciting because like he would have to obviously they would ask him so he'd have to actively say no because he was already on the lineup you know right
0: so that
1: makes me of higher hope than being like oh do you think any of the other boys will perform like i imagine maybe niall could even though he wasn't like signed up but like harry was signed up to perform so yeah
0: um
1: Yeah. And then also for the archived sets, One Direction performed a set in 2014 and their set was What Makes You Beautiful, Midnight Memories, Kiss You, You and I, Little Things, Story of My Life, and Best Song Ever. So I could see maybe them putting out this archived set. I mean, you can just watch Mm -hmm. it in general, like online, the whole set, Mm -hmm. but maybe they would include this in their Radio One Big Weekend, especially because the 10 year anniversary is coming up. Wouldn't be new content, but still would be cool.
0: Yeah,
1: it would be cool. Um, anything else about this, Lucia? I don't think so.
0: Um, so wait, then, when is this happening? May twenty second to twenty
1: fourth. think. Yeah, May twenty second to twenty fourth. Um, I can't so, believe we're already so in a May. Weeks away. To be honest. I know. It is really <laughs> wild. It is like this is three weeks away. Um, yeah, I mean lockdown started in March and now we're in May. It's like yeah. wow. A quarter of the year. Yeah. Um, well, actually, it's only been two months, but <laughs> still. <laughs> um, so our last topic of the day is remembering the Met Gala and our future hopes for Met Gala looks. Because mm. the Met Gala was supposed to be this past Monday, the first Monday in May. Um, and unfor- unfortunately, it is not occurring, obviously. Um, so i thought we could reflect back one year later after harry uh premiered at the met gala and (laughs) also was a host his first met gala event to be hosting it was pretty awesome and his outfit for the met gala has since ended up on like so many best men's dress lists like best met gala dress lists um and i know we were really shocked and excited and it was such a big anticipation Mm -hmm. um so I thought we could look at some of the old looks. I know some new photos, behind-the-scenes photos, came out as well um, from the day of the Met Gala um, that we received. And, yeah, how are you feeling about the Met Gala one year later, Lucia?
0: Um, I feel like uh, Harry just caused such a splash at the last Met Gala yeah I feel like he was the star of the show <laughs> I feel like everyone talked about his look and like yeah I feel like it was very iconic and I think it'll like go down as you know a historic fashion moment
1: yeah it really holds up like the one pearl yeah. earring the I big know. pussy bow the mm-hmm. tattoos showing through the lace shirt like in yeah. the, the lace um I mean the like silky buttons up the back of the outfit like Mm -hmm. so freaking gorgeous Mm -hmm. i also remember the like leading up to the met gala carpet there was the pre-dinner where harry like came out in some guy was like holding his umbrella for him and harry's walking in the rain in his suit one hand in the pocket and like he's going into like a pre-met gala dinner and like that really stirred everyone's excitement of like what is he gonna wear yes Um, it was just like it was such an exciting time um and then the after party outfit with the giant red bow um and his like cross one cross earring um
0: yeah that was a good look and we can't
1: forget alessandro as well oh my gosh um, the gucci director in his
0: pink magical mermaid outfit suit (laughs) yeah this like waist-length hair and like (laughs) yes crown he's wearing yes beautiful
1: the whole thing was amazing um, and Harry had had his nails done and there was like talk about how the nails might reflect Harry's new era. Yeah. Um, he had that blue nail polish. And I remember another time he wore like blue and pink nail polish and we're like, oh my gosh, this is indicating album covers and mm-hmm. the blue definitely is because that's on the album. His album's like pink and blue. Yeah.
0: I remember so. when, the, when this like happened and I was thinking, maybe the album was going to be very like dark and like vampiric. Yes. It was definitely not that.
1: Nope. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't at all. (laughs) Um, I guess also the carpet was pink. So the pink carpet with the blue nails as well. Mm -hmm. I guess they were blue and black, but there's a lot of predictions and we still, the problem is we still haven't seen like Harry's tour outfits that much. We've seen some of the performance outfits he's done, but we never got to see any tour outfits. Yeah. Um and I know Harry Lambert, Harry's stylist, talked about um like hints at tour outfits in some of his Met Gala stuff or hints about the album in the Met Gala look and like where his fashion is going. Um and I feel like we haven't completely seen that all come to fruition. No, we yet, haven't. So yeah.
0: Even one year later.
1: <laughs> so sad. Yeah. Um The 2020 Met Gala theme was supposed to be about time, fashion, and duration. Um, And it was partly inspired by the Virginia Woolf, by Virginia Woolf and the theories of the French philosopher, Henry Bergson. Um, I took some quotes of people talking about what about time, fashion, and duration means. Um, The curator of the Costume Institute at the Met Andrew Bolton said, fashion is incredibly connected to time. It not only reflects and represents the spirit of the times, but it also changes and develops with the times. Um, Max Holian, the director of the Met, said, this exhibition will consider the ephemeral nature of fashion, employing flashbacks and fast forwards to reveal how it can be both linear linear and cyclical. As such, the show will present a nuanced continuum of fashion over the museum's 150-year history um buh, buh, buh. the exhibition will draw inspiration from philosopher henry bergson concept of la durée which understands time as feeling more flexible to the individual like when time seems to speed up or slow down than the straightforward linear conception of time used by science using this idea about time we will explore how fashion gets associated with time and can meld the past present and future with the help of 160 pieces of women's clothing so that all sounds like such a cool theme, mm-hmm. and I'm so disappointed that we didn't get to see how um, fashion designers were inspired by that theme to make different outfits, because the Met is, like, the biggest night in fashion, the Met Gala, and it's disappointing that we don't get to experience that, and Harry would have potentially gone, which would have been really cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just... They might be – like, right now, it's indefinitely postponed. It could be canceled. There's, like, not really a word. Like,
0: right. A definite um, word, but I don't I know. I wish they could do a at-home one. Um, that would be cool. I don't know if you're familiar with the Try Guys who do mm-hmm. YouTube, um, but mm-hmm. they did a video last week where they each picked – or I think they were each assigned um, a iconic Met Gala look, and they had to recreate <laughs> it at home. And oh so they use like tin foil and like string and That's like. That's amazing. Eugene made the um, Zendaya's like uh, Cinderella dress yes. with like string lights. Um, oh. And then Ned did uh, Rihanna's one from the like Catholicism. Yes. With like that silver dress with like foil yeah. and like actually looked amazing. It was really fun to watch. Um, That's so cool. I mean, I don't. I feel like a lot of the celebrities would like not care to do crafts craft outfit (laughs) probably not (laughs) like that would be fun if they wanted to (laughs) it would be
1: i know some of the designers have been posting like what like what so-and-so would have worn if Mm -hmm. they had gone to the um the met yeah Um, but i wish we could have seen harry there um zane may have gone as well because Gigi always goes and they're together
0: um are they wet once together
1: yeah, they went um, oh, maybe 2016, mm-hmm. 2016, 2017. Um, Harry, I mean, Zane wore that iconic robot arm. Yeah. Um, it was the year that was talking about like technology and mm-hmm. um, yeah, he wore the the robot arm. Um, I included it in the doc.
0: Yes, I loved
1: that. Um, so that would have been cool, though. Zane and Harry, would they cross paths? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll see uh, if it's postponed, if Harry goes. Um, I don't know. Maybe it was just like a one-time thing for him. He's like, I'll only go because I'm hosting. And if not, I don't want to. Um, but I mean, like he's friends with Alessandro. So I don't know. Mm. Um, anywho, I thought that was nice to look back on that. And I hope it does get like postponed and moved to another date whenever the pandemic is over yeah um that is it for today we just hit on a lot of random topics i hope you guys enjoyed this kind of mishmash of an episode um i feel like that's kind of a like a theme nowadays we're just like let's just talk about what's been going (laughs) on because that's kind of
0: fun and chill Mm -hmm. um do you have a recommendation
1: today nucia
0: well i didn't have anything prepared um so all i can think of is the tv that i've been watching which is the chilling adventures of sabrina nice um i finished the third season and i'm like re-watching the first season again now mm-hmm. um just because it's so enjoyable so if you haven't checked yeah. that out definitely check it out it's so fun it's like definitely a bit horror-esque in in kind of like a, a campy way mm-hmm. um but like it's kind of would probably be a little scary to watch like alone at night um if you're scared of stuff like that but um, I just find the plots to be so interesting and so different. Mm-hmm. And it, like, explores, like, feminism in a really unique way. And I love the characters. And, like, something happens in the last season, which is just, like, so amazing. And I can't say it because it would spoil things. <laughs> but, like, really it made me love the show so much. And I just, yeah, it's a fun time. Cool. So that's... That's pretty much all I've been doing for the last few days. Nice. Crying and watching Chilling Adventures of I Sabrina. mean, that
1: is very acceptable <laughs> <quarantine> <laughs> <to make. laughs> Um My recommendation was also going to be a TV show, Fixer Upper, but I kind of talked about that earlier. So I am instead going to recommend um, uh, the podcast millennial did a throwback episode of their twilight podcast they used to run called imprint oh wow um because stephanie meyer announced the edward cullen version of twilight that like got leaked like 12 years ago and like half of it got leaked and then she never published it poor robert pattinson (laughs) yes (laughs) um so the book's called midnight sun and it's coming out in august and um the the podcasters did like a mini imprint episode and imprint was a podcast i used to listen to in middle school so it was some good stuff i think you might have to be subscribed to their patreon but i'm not positive Mm -hmm. um but either way it's worth paying a month of (laughs) um paying a month of their thing to listen to a throwback imprint episode if you were into twilight back in the day um yeah Just brought back middle school Caitlin Mm. um, years. So that is my recommendation. Let us know what you guys thought of the podcast episode today. Uh, We talked about a lot of topics. uh, Wide birth from babies to um, YouTube Liam to Niles cover to Met Gala to Boy George. Uh, Let us know what your opinions are on it um for real we'd love to hear feedback thank you so much for listening to episode 221 of talk direction you can follow us on twitter at talk direction you can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com you can go to our tumblr talkdirection.tumblr.com or our instagram which is just Talk Direction. and you can follow us individually on twitter and instagram i am at Caitlin I R foster and caitlin is spelled c-a-i-t-l-i-n
0: and lucia where can they find you you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lucia O spelled L-U-C-C-I-A-O-H. And don't
1: forget to check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash talkdirection for a whole bunch of bonus content, including Talk Direction Down Low, which is many little episodes of the podcast that are a half hour each, four times a month. This week on Talk Direction Down Low, we're doing Match the Quote, where I've picked out tons of quotes over the past 10 years that the boys have said and lucia is going to guess who said them what the context was and where it was said so if you want to play along go to patreon.com slash talk direction we love all of our supporters over there you can also subscribe to this podcast on itunes and leave us a review to help more people discover the show and you can listen and like on soundcloud i'm caitlin and i'm lucia thank you so much for listening we'll see you next time for episode 222 Bye. Bye.